there's lots of fun coming your way this weekend on U62. First, slam your way to health as you stay fit with Mike and Spike. Next, everybody's favorite, Chef Bernie invites you to go bowling for burgers. Sunday, be a part of the excitement as we premiere our dazzling new game show, Script Solitaire. And then, join us for some hilarious fun on the all-new Practical Jokes and Bloopers. And you won't want to miss Celebrity Mud Wrestling with this week's special guest, Mikhail Gorbachev. It's a whole new weekend on U62, the reason television was invented. Be there! Oh. I'm pretty sure it's just inside of my body, too. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah, that's where there's, we cut in. There's a little blanch inside all of us. A little. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here we are. Welcome back to Ya Real Good. Welcome back to Ya Real Good. Yeah, Hi, everybody. Good. Welcome. My name is John. I'm Ellen. I'm Chris. And if this is your first time, you pro- well, maybe you probably clicked on The Rock from last weekend because you were looking for some wrestling podcasts, and now you've stumbled onto us. Welcome, North Carolina. <laughs> We've got North Carolina on the map. What we do here every week, uh, we take a movie, uh, a film, if you will, and we tie it, uh, an actor from that movie, into another movie, or a writer, composer, you know. You know the gist. Mm-hmm. You've got it. Somebody. Somebody. Last week... We did Chris's pick, which was The Rock. The Rock, starring Welcome to The Rock. And I always forget. So when I hosted pub trivia back in the day, which was Monday, every time I had a trivia question, and there was a lot of them that involved Nicolas Cage, I would always say Academy Award winner Nicolas Cage, just because I felt yeah. like he deserved it. The other part too, you you always have to add the sir. Or Dame in front of him, so Sir Sean Connery. Sir Sean Connery, and yes. yes, just like Dame Helen Mirren. And Dame Judy Dench. So, as part of one of our new uh, seggies, the Buffalo Bill, oh wait, moment of the week, or moment of the movie, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. uh, at the beginning of The Rock, you get to see a young David Bowe, not David Bowie, mm-hmm. David Bowe, as Dr. Ling. And the thing, and he is in one of my all-time faves from the 80s, UHF, starring Weird Al Yankovic. I'm starting to think you just have a thing for Bob's, because you went for What About Bob, and now his character Ooh. is named Bob. His character's name is Bob in UHF. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give you a quick rundown. Like we, like, we don't need to do the exact timeline. First things first, we, you know, Weird Al Yankovic, everybody knows, he's the king of parody songs. So we start UHF right into a parody of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. Indiana yes. Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. So we've got George Newman. That's played by Weird Al. He's a dreamer, a daydreamer who bounces betwixt jobs. Uh, he gets put in charge of Channel U62, a UHF television station, when his Uncle Harvey wins ownership of it in a poker game, which I'll talk about later. <laughs> George and his friend Bob realize that the station is nearly bankrupt, subsisting on reruns of old shows like the Beverly Hillbillies and Mr. Ed, and when a package meant for their competitor, the VHF station affiliate Channel 8 is misdelivered to George at Channel 62. He decides to deliver it himself, only to be rudely thrown out by R.J. Fletcher, Channel 8's CEO. Outside, George meets Stanley Spadowski, a janitor who'd recently been fired (laughs) by R.J., and offers him a job at Channel 62. 
George and Bob create new programs, including Uncle Nutsy's Clubhouse, a children's show hosted by George. The new shows fail to increase viewership. They find themselves on the verge of bankruptcy. So they go to the bar, like most people do. (laughs) While fretting over their finances, Stanley takes over the show, and they rush back uh, to Uncle Nutsy's Clubhouse, which is now... Stanley Spadowski's Clubhouse. It's it's Michael Richards. For those of you who have not seen the movie or know this, Michael, yeah, it, 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 it is. It's uh, Kramer, Kramer. Cosmo Kramer, Kramer from Seinfeld. Yes. So his like his show is an immediate hit. Calls are running in. They they're getting sponsors. By the way, we've got a ton of sponsors offering us. So if I like at any point in this thing, I say now a word from our sponsors. Don't be surprised because <laughs> like we're making money, baby. <laughs> Uh, inspired by Stanley's popularity, George and Bob create a range of bizarre shows to fill the schedule, headlined by the retitled Stanley Spadowski's Clubhouse, which I talked about. R.J. Fletcher is not happy about this, that the 62's ratings rival those of Channel 8, discovers that Harvey Bilchek owns the station, and Harvey also owns O's, his bookie Big Louie, $75,000, a convenient amount of money by the end of the week. RJ offers to pay off Harvey's debt in exchange for the deed to Channel 62. George then launches a telethon to sell stock in the station, which would not only save it from RJ, but also make it publicly owned. RJ's henchmen stall the telethon by kidnapping Stanley, whom George and several staff members eventually rescue. RJ again attempts to stall the telethon with a televised public statement, but Channel 62 engineer Philo hijacks it, with secretly recorded footage of RJ insulting the town's population. Telethon ends about $2,000 short of its $75,000 goal. Harvey concedes victory to RJ, who instead of immediately taking ownership, gloats to the crowd. Meanwhile, a homeless man approaches George, asking to buy the rest of the stock with the money obtained by selling a rare penny that RJ gave him earlier in the movie. George pays off Big Louie. Harvey signs ownership to transfer, and the station officially becomes publicly owned because Channel 8 is late in filing its broadcast license renewal, and due to the tirade that Philo broadcasts, the FCC revokes their license and kicks it off the air. George and the Channel 62 staff and their audience celebrate, and George and Terry, oh, by the way, he had a girlfriend named Terry who broke up with him. Yes. They rekindle their romantic relationship. How could you forget Victoria Jackson? You can't. You can't. She's, I mean, she's just so loud and verbose throughout the entire film. Like, yes. Yeah. A- as per usual. And that was my pick. <laughs> that was UHF 1989. That was that movie. That was that, that was... movie. And I've just been waiting with bated breath all week long to hear what the girl has to think about this. <laughs> Well, you picked it as uh, retaliation for Kangaroo Jack, if I remember correctly. Well, yeah, double retaliation for, for, for and for Kangaroo, and Jack. Kangaroo Jack. Yeah, this sucked. You I think ha- so? I hated it. Oh, good. <laughs> I hated every second of it. Every single second. Every single second. I think Fuck. I wrote down the only good, the best part of the movie was the Plots RS. The Plots oh, RS commercial. Do you want to take that out for the? No. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's the only good part. Um. Yes. I said in the very beginning, the first thing I wrote was this movie should have been set on fire if only for the hot dog Twinkie scene. <laughs> the Twinkie wiener? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You that, like That thing, the whole movie just lighted on fire. That was so disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I hated it so much. I had to look away because it it's, was so gross. You know, that's also honestly one of my least favorite parts. Yeah. Because uh, in my notes, like I, I was writing in my dream journal because I watched it, I think, three times this week. <laughs> and I've, I've seen this movie so many times in my life. 
the immediate Raiders of the Lost Ark spoof, and then oh. the Twinkie Wiener sandwich because th- that still gets me mm. every time too because it's just like so Weird Al cuts open a Twinkie, mm-hmm. stuffs a hot dog in it, and mm-hmm. then covers it. In cheese, in whiz. cheese spray, whiz. Spray cheese, spray, yeah. Mmm, Bob, it's your favorite. Ugh. I think... I, I, oh, originally, I originally thought because they were so broke that he was just going to cut it in half. So like, oh yeah, you each get a half of a Twinkie because they're so broke. No, no. I'm inserting a hot dog into it now yeah. and then covering that hot dog with cheese. Yeah. Oh. Uh, cheese whiz. Uh, so I, I watch a lot of uh, uh, Binging with Babish. I'm a food guy. I'm also a car guy. So that's going to lead in later. But so Binging with Babish, if you were follow or on YouTube or like any of that stuff, he'll usually take bad movie or TV foods and do a fun recreation of it. So he'll make it normally. And then sure. he'll, so like, how can we make this better and actually taste good? I would be very curious to see if he could even make that taste somewhat good i'd be very curious i'm gonna say uh, a hard no yeah. i kind of want to make somebody do it on a dare like eat one on a dare yeah yeah i would for money i would eat one yeah for money no, well, yeah, absolutely yeah. i yeah. do a lot of things like, if I'm, yeah. <laughs> like, again we're not really we're not really rich either so yeah i would absolutely you put a twinkie dog in front of me and say i'll pay you money to eat this yes oh yeah How, okay let's ask uh, this question uh, uh, how much money i was just for the <laughs> would you need to eat that john well, I'll uh, give our number. Uh, you know, you know, this reminds me of a casino story, <laughs> but, <laughs> which we can get into. Uh, I would eat a Twinkie Wiener sandwich for $25. Oh, Chris? Yeah, so I, 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 the whole thing, just eat the entire thing. Eat the entire thing. Okay, it would be a little higher than I. It's 50 bucks. What about you? I was going to go, like a bite? Minimum seventy five dollars <laughs> to eat the whole thing, like two hundred bucks. Oh, yeah. no! To I eat just... the whole the whole thing. thing. Yeah, I just okay. spit on myself. <laughs> each each individual ingredient isn't that bad, and also a hot dog covered in cheese whiz isn't that bad. So, I mean, all right. no. Uh, so, all right. Like, if I don't get this story out, because I'm sure everybody, like, I, if my casino friends are listening. Yeah, we're we, clamoring <laughs> for it, John. Go ahead. All right, we bated breath. We had conversations. Um, about players, and we had a player, and she's like, she's got to be dead by now. Hopefully, uh, her name was <laughs> Natalie. Just 150 years old, like terrible wig. Looked like she put her f- makeup on with a shotgun, mm-hmm. like the one Homer Simpson made. Yeah, like, I was just yeah, thinking that. Yeah. yeah, like that. Like that's Man. how she looked. She, she would uh, come to the casino mm-hmm. every fucking day, mm-hmm. and she smelled like urine. She was awful. And like, so, like, some of the conversations we would have, like, how much money would it take for you to finish Natalie to completion? Like, to completion. And by finish, I mean (laughs) fillet. Wait. uh, Was Natalie a woman? Natalie was, yeah, Natalie was a woman. Uh, So, go down on her. Go down on her. Go down upon. She would need to finish. She would have, yeah. We'd have to finish her to completion. And keeping in mind, she's 150. All right. So this was a huge conversation where people had like like real numbers. And we had some players involved on this, too, if they're listening, too, because it was just like, she can't hear us. She's fucking four feet away. There's no way she can hear this. I like how this is... This is literally locker room talk in the worst aspects, and this is a public conversation in a casino. Public and conversation. Woman. <laughs> yes, and uh, I was she really mean and like racist? She was and, awful. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, awful. I know you said she's she was, awful, but she, so far all of you've listened. No, she's old and she smelled like urine. That's not really. She was. She was terrible to everybody. 
Like mean. Yeah. Okay. Mean. Players, bad, dealers. Bad person. She was a bad person. So don't feel bad. So everybody had their numbers and we're talking like in the millions. What's your number? My number went on a sliding scale. <laughs> of course it did. It did. <laughs> Why wouldn't it? <laughs> well, so I believe if I remember correctly, it was if I if I have to do it and I can't tell anybody about it, fifty thousand dollars. If I can do it, if I have to do it and I can tell people about it, twenty five thousand dollars. If I can do it, film it, and then sell that video on the internet and keep all the proceeds, I would do it for free. Because I think <laughs> I, I think by doing so, there's there's weird fucking people out there oh, that would pay 100%. good. Yeah, that would pay I'm good. I'm curious as to you you went for less money so you could tell people about it, even though there was no evidence for the fact. Yeah, why would you volunteer that first for less if, money? If, if, because if if I had to keep that like to myself for oh, the rest sure. of my life, it would just well, for lack of better words, oh, eat okay. me up inside. So it wasn't the fact that you it wasn't the fact that you didn't want to. It was the fact that you could not tell anybody you right. ever did it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, if I if I can't tell anybody about it, fifty thousand. If I can actually talk about it, twenty five thousand. God, you guys near low fucking numbers. Well, I mean, I, mean, I also uh, like how tw- most of them were like millions. He's like, yeah, twenty five. Right, that's what I mean. <laughs> I'm like, like, oh, <laughs> well, and just to get a reaction out of like some of the players, yeah. like, oh, if I can videotape it and sell it online, I'll do it for free. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Jesus Christ. You're like, uh, what is the matter with you? you? What movie were we covering again? UHF. <laughs> UHF. <laughs> Sophie, you hated every minute of it. I, 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 yes, I hated all of it. I'm not a Weird Al fan, but I'm not a Weird Al hater. Okay. I don't dislike him. I don't like. I mean, some of the songs are good. Whatever I get, he's talented. He's weird. Good for him. His name's Al. Yep, his name's Al. Yeah. Like two thumbs up. But like, I don't really give a shit. So, starting with that. Okay. And then you roll into this movie, which Chris, I'm stealing what you said earlier. He said it was like a bad SNL sketch that just wouldn't end. Oh, so and it just exactly, it was just like an SNL sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Much. <laughs> That's what, exactly what it felt like. So I went into this, and I thought I saw previous to this growing up, but I think I did, but it was also doing, you know, some of the parts and just kind of cut together like normal 90s or 89 yeah. movies were. So you only got that it was a comedy movie and it was Weird Al. So cool, awesome. You know, I, I like I grew up watching Weird Al movies and videos and all that kind of stuff. Right. Sure, I like Weird Al. The opening sequence where it was Raiders of the Lost Ark, and he uses the whip... <laughs> And the guy's arm falls off, and the fake arm is the wrong side yeah. arm. I'm like, uh, yeah. Oh, that's how it's gonna be. Yeah. I was I was prepared for a stupid comedy. I was not prepared for that kind of stupid comedy. And so I was and, like, oh shit. And then he's doing it all to get an Oscar too. So it's just like that's the mission writing this movie. And it was written by him and Jay Levy as manager. Right. And yeah. uh, the the Oscar uh, the Academy wouldn't let him use an actual depiction of an Oscar. So the Oscar they had to make their own fake Oscar, and it's actually covering its genitals. So it's not doing the whole like pose thing. It's holding. It's covering the genitals. Is that is that, is that a is, part of Chris's titties? I was that, just gonna say that. Uh, <laughs> is that Chris's first titty? <laughs> yes, that was the that was the little tease of a titty right there. T- titty tease, <laughs> titty tease. I don't know if it's your first time. Last week we introduced a new, uh, introduced mm-hmm. a new segment called Chris's titties. Mm-hmm. His tidbits mm-hmm. of information. Titties with a D. Mm-hmm. Uh, since we started that one, so I, I'm. I'm the kind of nerd. I like the technical stuff and the behind the scenes stuff and the lead ins and tie ins and fucking all that Easter, crap. Easter eggs you can find. Uh, so the one that I went with this one. So UHF, I knew 
was for ultra high frequency, which is what the TV station that they were for. Um, I thought that was kind of funny. So I'm going to read off. This is the Wikipedia for UHF. So (laughs) UHF television broadcasting is the use of ultra high frequency or UHF radio for over the air transmission of television signals. UHF frequencies are used for both analog and digital television broadcasts. (gasps) UHF channels are typically given higher channel numbers, like the U.S. arrangements with VHF channels initially was 1 to 13, and UHF initially was 14 to 83. Hmm. Uh, I find that interesting and funny because the very first TV set I had in my room growing up was is either 12 or a 13-inch color TV from J.C. Penney with wood paneling. Oh, yeah. Push button, on, off, turn styles. Turn knobs. It was 1 to 13, and then you had U. And then from U, you had to do the other turn knob to other channels. Oh, all the clicking that you had to get to U62. That had to, I mean. Yeah, so this is U62. They they were were really high up there, the the UHF numbers. I'm just really glad Fee hated every minute of it. Like, I knew that was your purpose. Right. And so I, I wanted to not hate it. So in the beginning, when he like whips the guy's arm off, I was like, okay, <laughs> that's kind of funny. Yeah. Sure. And then within like 30 seconds after that, I was like, oh, I fucking hate this. No. I, I hated it. The very first thing I wrote is, this sucks. That's just the first thing I wrote under UHF. <laughs> this sucks. I hate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not even when he when he comes to, like, because he's daydreaming this whole Raiders of the Lost mm-hmm. Ark scene, mm-hmm. and he gets flattened by the boulder, mm-hmm. and then it's... You know, him, him grilling a hamburger at Big Edna's Burger World. Mm-hmm. And he fucking sprays the three people with mustard. Yeah. Like, someday they're going to be like, hey, wait! See, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think it got worse for me because I love Weird Al so much. This movie made me hate him slightly more. Oh, no. I do. He's, Go ahead. He's a, he's a really, really bad actor. Oh, terrible. So, yeah, he was. Originally, the part of the charm, part of the funniness is he's a bad actor. I just didn't like the fact that he was randomly normal talk and then fly off the handle loud and egregious. Yeah. That can be funny in certain instances. Sure. He can't pull that off at all. Oh, yeah. It was fucking bad. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no, he is absolutely an awful actor. Can I tell you my favorite, probably actually, before besides the plot's, part yeah my actual favorite part of the movie that i giggled to myself and i didn't write it down but i remembered as you said the boulder rolling over yeah. when he was running away from the boulder and when he's running and they cut to all these different scenes behind him it's, it's like green screen, terrible yeah. green screen. and then yeah. when he's the in pharaoh. the yeah and then when he's in the city and he comes along a street and then he like turns left and comes up towards and then tur- and the boulder, the boulder follows, follows. <laughs> yeah I left. I, I giggled to myself at that part. Well, yeah, because, I thought that was kind of funny. Because it's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, Weird Al is like, you, you know what you're getting into. Right. So. His name's not Normal Al. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Run of the mill Al. But I, I, like, you know, they say never meet your heroes because most of the time celebrities are douchebags. Mm-hmm. I have met Weird Al, mm-hmm. and he is one of the sweetest guys I've ever met in my life. You've told me that like four times, and you've shown me the picture a couple well, times. Well, and I'm going to post yeah. it online Do it. when we promote the show because uh, yeah, real good. And, 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 yes, and I will say that I, I agree. Uh, I, from all the things I've seen and heard, and people that I know, I've, I've I know you are one of at least four people I know that have met Weird Al and taken photos with him. He's a great, genuine human being. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah, my dad. My dad, when he was in radio, got to interview Weird Al on his morning show. So we got front row backstage passes to his concert in Minneapolis, and during his. Uh, 
Oh, his cover of the U2 song, the like cavity search or bad cavity, like but sitting in the waiting office at a dentist's office. It's a office. dentist office one. It's yeah, a dentist office one. Is, though, I think yeah. it's called Bad Cavity. Anyway, he's gargling and he actually spits into the crowd and he spit on me. Splash zone. And, and I got a little uh I got a little spittle on my backstage sticker that I had on me and I was just like I'm never losing this <laughs> until some fuckhead breaks into my car. It is called Cavity Search. Cavity Search. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Weird Al, I'm like met him. Super nice dude. And now a word from our sponsors. Buddy, where's the spatula? Okay, kids, let's go. There's just one place to go for all your spatula needs. Spatula City! Spatula City! A giant warehouse of spatulas for every occasion. Thousands to choose from in every shape, size, and color. And because we eliminate the middleman, we can sell all our spatulas factory direct to you. Where do you go when you want to buy name brand spatulas at a fraction of retail cost? Spatula City! Spatula City! And this weekend only, take advantage of our special liquidation sale. Buy nine spatulas, get the tenth one for just one penny. Don't forget, they make great Christmas presents. And what better way to say I love you than with the gift of a spatula? Spatula City! Spatula City! Hello, this is Cy Greenbloom, president of Spatula City. I like their spatulas so much, I bought the company. Spatula City, seven locations. We're in the yellow pages under spatulas. My, where did you get that lovely spatula? Spatula City, we sell spatulas. And that's all. Uh, All right, and we're back. That was Spatula City, one of our new sponsors. They're proud to be on board. Don't forget, this weekend they were having that huge liquidation sale where when you buy nine spatulas, you get the tenth for just one penny. One penny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're open till midnight. They're open till midnight with seven locations. Mm-hmm. Uh, as uh, find them in the yellow pages <laughs> under spatulas. As a, as a chef myself, uh, I love Spatula City. I use them all the time. I own at least a dozen spatulas. <laughs> yeah. I'm always commenting on how wonderful your spatulas are. Yeah, yeah. Th- I mean, they're, they're great to give as a gift. Mm-hmm. And what better way to Christmas. say, I love you. We've been together for five years, and every year he's gotten a spatula. Yes. For you, as a gift? No, no, no. I've gotten him a spatula oh. from Spatula City. What better way to say, I love you, <laughs> exactly. than with the gift of a spatula? <laughs> you have to admit that when they get, when Stanley Spadowski gets the fucking ball rolling on this show or on the station, like some of the programming stuff was funny. You had to have chuckled at Conan the Librarian. You know what part made me really sad? Yeah. When the the, the guy with the animals and he Raul. was sucking, oh, Raul. When he was sucking the dogs up. Yeah. The, the, and he had a pile of them. The, the, the pile that was actually my. It was it was, was my so least favorite part. Sad. I was so sad when I, he was doing it, but then when it cut to the pile, yeah. I I couldn't stop laughing. Oh, that was yeah. so bad. It was so oh, funny. Man. Um, so this oh, is, come takes, here, Gigi. It oh. takes him a little longer. Yeah. Come here, Gigi. Come poor, here. poor things. Come on, Poofy. And then they go like, who, who hired, hired this guy? I thought you hired him. Yeah. <laughs> Raul's Wild Kingdom. Or uh, Aunt- yeah. Uh. Um, that leads us to another t- tidbit. Another Ooh, titty. Sh- Show just, me them titties. <laughs> Second titty. Just, just to go into it because we were laughing really hard. Uh, that, was, that guy was played by Trinidad Sylvia. And he died during filming what yeah. yeah he got killed by a drunk driver oh yeah i thought you meant like 
during filming, like oh, on the set. It, no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Like the if you watch the movie to completion, like Natalie from the casino, um, <laughs> it's actually it's, dedicated. It's dedicated to him. To him. Oh, he was actually killed that. before they released it. Yeah. Uh, had he survived, um, or like not had that happen to him, uh, they actually developed the character a lot more. Uh, there was uh, a lot more to him, and they had other plot points. Um, they were going to go to the fact that he was a postal worker, mm-hmm. hence the postman and mm. the dog things. Um, but he would include a scene where uh, the Revenge of the Flying Poodle Fifi, <gasps> who was unmercifully thrown out of the second story window. So Fifi was going to get revenge on him. Oh, that would have well, been well, good. So, yeah, I mean, that huge pile softened the blow. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's a scene with the attacking poodles was actually filmed using another actor doubling for Trinidad with stuffed poodles. So, uh, But they, 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 they just decided they, to cut it? They, they cut it. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah. Cheech Marin must have been busy because I remember my entire childhood watching it thinking that that was Cheech. Yeah. Like Cheech uh, and Chong? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was not. But I've also met. And? Nice guy. Hmm. You only get to meet uh, nice nice actors, apparently. Have you yeah. ever met a bad, like a mean actor? Uh, Well, I mean, most of them were in hotels, mm. and uh, so they weren't on their game. Like, because like, like, I've heard bad stories about Hulk Hogan, like, mm-hmm. and, like I don't know, he's an asshole, mm-hmm. but my dad also interviewed him on the radio, mm-hmm. him and the Macho Man, <laughs> which was one of the greatest moments of my life because I got to get out of school that day, go to the radio station, and I remember sitting there in the waiting room in the lobby of this radio station. It was kind of like a U62 situation, and the limo pulls up, and Hulkster and Macho Man get out of the limo. Fucking giddy. I would have oh, been giddy. I, I was, I, I mean, I like I, I can't describe the feeling of like because I've I've met a lot of celebrities in my life and rarely have I been starstruck. Mm-hmm. But Weird Al was one of them that I was starstruck by. Mm-hmm. And they walked into the radio station, just larger than life, and they looked down at me and my brother Maddie G. And I just I was just like, <gasps> I I looked at the Macho Man and I said, Hey, do you got any Slim Jims? <laughs> and, oh yeah! And, and he looks down at me and he goes, Ooh, out in the limo. And it was like, <laughs> fuck yes. I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, where, the Macho where, Man Randy Savage, professional wrestler. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where, where, what were they? What attire were they wearing? Were they, they in they character? They were in costume. Oh, fuck. They yeah. were in costume. I and was just, like, just a t-shirt and jeans. I'm like, oh, that's so much worse. And there's pictures. And my, my sister, Emma, was one and a half, maybe two years old. So this was 95 when, when I got to meet them. And they were... Um, like she walked up to them and she was just like she said the weirdest shit when she was learning how to talk <laughs> because she walks up to Macho Man she's like I have a vivid imagination and he was like ooh a vivid imagination yep like, and that's it yeah, holy shit that's the best part too because yeah. like, if you're Macho Man all you have to do is repeat <laughs> yeah. shit that yeah. people say you don't have to have any other commentary yeah I don't know I mean he uh, sure he does but. You don't have to. Before they were really famous, I picked up Shinedown at the airport in Minneapolis, and they were a bunch of douchebags. I could picture that. Yeah, they were they were fuckers. Also, don't know who or what that is. Shinedown is a band. The no. du- the main singer is actually a very talented singer, but it just seems like a douche. Yeah, well, and I picked them up, and I was loading all their equipment, and then when I get them on the bus, I was like, don't take this the wrong way, guys, but obviously you're a band, and they're like, yeah, we're Shinedown. And I was like... All right, and you sing, and they forty-five said, would be forty-five. One. Yeah, 45 that was the, yeah. The and I said, and then they they kind of gave me like a little taste, and I was like, oh yeah, that's a good song. And as soon as I validated their worth, 
Then they were like, oh, we can be the biggest fucking assholes in the world. Yeah. Mm. And one of them jumped over the front desk and started shaking the front desk girl. And I had to drag oh, him by no. his fucking arm through the lobby. And it was Don't like, like yeah. that. Jesus. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. If you're well, listening, shine down. If you're the ones in LA or wherever you live. Apparently, the lead singer's name is Brent. So that's oh, God. <laughs> no. Go uh, fuck yourself, Brent. So getting back to UHF. The other fun part I had with this. So we actually. Because uh, Ellen pointed out the car first, not that I didn't see weird it. Weird Al's car? She, yeah. So yeah. she's like, that's You're a welcome. cool car. Not that I didn't notice it, but I'm like, mm. you yeah, know, it's a weird car. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. It weird is Al weird. has a weird car. Sure. What? Shocking. Yeah. yeah. And I knew it was going to end up in the titty segment, so. Well, obviously, again, yeah. I'm, a, I'm also a car guy. I'm a food and car guy. It's a weird combination. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a 1956 Nash Metropolitan. Okay. Uh, Nash also made the Rambler from uh, Third Rock from the Sun. Different kind of car, but same company. He actually uses that same car uh, in a different music video. It's uh, all about the Pentiums from 1999. Okay. Uh, I actually had a couple tidbits about the car. Okay. Real quick. Tidbits. I, so I was right. looking up a picture of the car because I wanted to just remember what it looked like because yes. I had already forgotten. <laughs> just the tiniest little. It looks little... like a 1955, uh, like Chevy car, only yeah. extremely shortened and narrowed. It, it looks like you could, like the wind would blow and it would just like tip oh, over. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> it looks so like beep, like little, just a little. Yes, uh, I I thought I had a weight on here, but I'm not positive. So I'll the, look it up. The the two engines that it came with were one was a 1.2 liter and the other one was a 1.5 liter. Just monsters. Woo. Yeah, yeah. Huge. Uh, it means nothing. It was it was it was sub 1800 pounds curb weight. So it, it, it weighed less than two tons. Yeah, or less than a ton. Less than sorry. one ton. Yeah. Uh, and it had 42 horsepower. Good God. It, it it took uh, more than 19 seconds to break 60, and its top speed was 75 if you're going downhill. <laughs> if you're going downhill. <laughs> you're going downhill. Um, none of those numbers mean anything to me. That's okay. Some people out there might know. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm yeah. 90% certain you have the 1.8 in your car. 1.8 what? Liter engine. What was that one? 1.5 was the biggest. Okay. So I, I'm I just need sure a frame of reference. Yeah. Like. Uh, but your car also weighs... Close to three, three, one. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Thing, I'm, I'm on board now. Modern one, cars weigh a bit more. Yeah, which makes sense. Yeah. One thing I like too. So like, you know, big Edna walks in on George talking about how she's a worthless tub of lard. Mm-hmm. And so they get thrown 50 yards from the building in the air, which, you know, is one of the, just one of those ridiculous things. They're in the air for way too long. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, they they're, went they're like up they're really yelling far. For they didn't go very far away from the building, but they went really <laughs> they went fucking really high, high up. Big, big Edna, she's got really strong triceps. <laughs> um, I love that for like the next 20 minutes, he's still wearing his Big Edna's. Yeah, uniform. I was wondering. I'm like, I thought he, that too because he's at a party. With he goes it to on. his he goes to his aunt and uncle's like, dinner party. Yep, take change your shirt. But yeah. maybe that also just shows his like don't care attitude. Yeah, well, yeah. like yeah, well, it's kind of like yeah. it doesn't matter type of like Big Edna doesn't want the unis back when like when she fires her staff. You would think so? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so know, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say I had a job once when I first moved here for one day. Because they lied to me on how much they were going to pay me. And right. I didn't find that out until I got there. And it required a uniform. And I thought, well, I'm already here. I kind of, it's kind of a maze. I don't know how to get out. I'll work the day, see how it goes, and then we'll go from there. And then after the day, I was like, this is the worst job I've ever had. 
So I left, and then I got a piece of mail like a week later, like, hey, can you return your uniform? Oh. And I was like... Can you eat shit and kill yourself? I've already thrown into the dumpster. (laughs) (laughs) Can I return the the, the button on the shirt? Can we say what it was online Uh, or on the air? uh, It was the Holiday Inn. Oh, okay. As a housekeeper. Ugh. Yeah, they told me, you're going to make this much money now. And I was like, cool. And then I got there, and I said, actually, you can make up to that. Oh, with all these with 19 years of housekeeping experience well, no it was like there was these different like weird bonuses that you could work towards and all this stuff and i'm like this was already on the low end of what you said you were gonna pay me at and then i was like in the basement and all these turn and i was like i don't know how to get out of here <laughs> yeah, <I'm> <laughs> i'll work the day i'm lost get me out of here <laughs> yeah. and yeah and i didn't return the uniform so uh, i got home threw it in the dumpster and was like and we're done with that yeah yeah, uh, Chris, do you have any titties on location sites for where they shot, or do you want me to? Uh, I, yes, I actually don't have uh, locations. I have a bunch of other random Easter eggs and like DVD stuff and all that other kind okay. of stuff. But if you have a location, oh, so this movie was actually filmed in Oklahoma, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hmm. Okay, uh, and there was a mall that had just shut down. I remember reading so about the they, mall. Yeah, yeah. They, like, they built like the entire set inside the mall. Which I thought was interesting. That is kind of cool. Fun. Yeah. 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 That would have been a fun movie to work on. Because I've always wanted to just roam around an abandoned mall. Yeah. You know. Right. Yeah. Uh, As everybody yeah. does. Like a side quest in The Last of Us. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Exactly like that. Minus the death. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and murder. But <laughs> that would have been a fun movie to make if you could, you know, everything's built in a mall. Right. Yeah. And the, yeah, the... the uh, the U sixty two station. I can't remember where I read it, and we're not going to waste any more of your time. We're just gonna, we're just gonna. Uh, oh shit! We better. Fuck, we're on our runtime here. We better uh, cut to one of our, one of our sponsors is going to check in here. So we'll be right back. Are you tired of sloppy cut rate funerals? You've tried the rest. Now try the best. The plots are us mortuary service. Remember, there's always plenty of free parking. And don't forget to visit our new salad bar. Plots are us. Eternal peace at affordable prices. <laughs> All right, we're back. Uh, that was that was our that was our newest sponsor. Plots are us. Uh, Chris, apparently, uh, you've got a couple big titties for us here. <laughs> long titties. Uh, it's a big long titties. <laughs> some saggers. So some of these are mostly just Easter eggs. Otherwise, things are just I, I kind of fun fun. So there's DVD commentary, all this kind of stuff, but. So Weird Al Yankovic actually didn't want to call the movie UHF. He thought for the American market, it wouldn't make sense. Everything's going away from that, whatever else. He wanted to call it The Vidiot. Right. Because, you know, <laughs> puns yeah. and whatnot. Which uh, makes more sense for him. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. So uh, the uh, the production team, oh, so Orion insisted. They said, you have to use this. But in foreign markets, it didn't make any Did, fucking it sense. It didn't make sense. So in foreign mm. markets, most of them were called The Vidiot. From UHF, it's kind of a mashup. So in the DVD commentary, Weird Al uh, says in interviews on foreign television shows when they asked him why he picked this title, he goes, "I didn't. I didn't pick this title. I hated that title. Studio picked it." Um, but then, so mo- that's most foreign markets in Mexico. It was released under Los Telelocos, which is just the TV crazies. Yeah, I thought that was kind of fun. Los Telelocos was Weird Al big at the time that this movie came out. Or oh, no? he was huge. Yes, oh, he had okay. two huge albums. Yeah, like oh, you're both looking at me no, like, yes, no, you yeah. fucking idiot. Of course, no, he was yeah, huge you, at this time. No, yeah. you idiot. Uh, so <laughs> it was his break and roll. Yeah. So again, not only uh, was he massive for 
uh, his his parody mm-hmm. songs. It was videos too, because mm. so the director of this did all of his music videos too. The oh. production. So. Yeah, I saw that when I was trying to make find my pick. Yeah, no, so no. music videos and uh, him, because again, music videos were big in the nineties, because they actually showed music videos on TV. Yeah, it was crazy. What other titty do you got for us? Uh, so on the 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 show, the movie or the TV show that they did, uh, Wheel of Fish. Yeah, <laughs> Cooney. Uh, Cooney, which fantastic again, and it yeah. was great. It, the final, it, it landed on the red sniper. I'm like, hey, it's a red sniper, and he calls it. I'm like, I knew it. Very tasty. Uh, they actually used real fish, and they bought it at a local fish market really early in the morning. The set designer used them and attached them at about 6 a.m., oh. making sure it spun smoothly, all that kind of stuff. Make right. sure it was fine. They didn't start filming till 4:30 <laughs> at oh, night. Oh god, that had to smell so bad. And they didn't have any uh, any AC. It was hot as oh, shit. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, with all the studio lights, all that kind of stuff. So uh, it, it it was ripe <laughs> I, in there. Quite a weird. It was it was ripe on yeah, the set that wheel day. Wheel of fish. Like when I remember watching it as a kid, I was like, "Ooh, a red snapper, <laughs> very tasty." And see, like as an adult now watching it, I'm like, yeah. "When is he gonna sneak in, stupid?" Because he yeah. said it like four oh, times when yeah. you first mm-hmm. met him. I'm like, "He's gonna call something yeah. stupid." I fucking know it. And then, hey, look at that! Y- Yaguchi son's coming down with the box. <laughs> and there's clearly shit like on top of the box. Yep. She's like, I'll take the box. <laughs> he lifts there's up nothing. Nothing. You get nothing. Stupid. <laughs> so I just. So, uh, Maddie G was listening to the Rock episode today, and he's just like, oh, "I can't wait to hear how much Fee hates UHF." Hated it deeply. Yeah, and he <laughs> he created the best. Uh, yeah, that. Gift. Oh, so he made that. He made that, and oh he sent it God. to me, and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait." I'm mean, like my test audience. Like, I want to hear what she thinks about it because who knows? Maybe I'd have loved it. Yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, I don't know if she's gonna love it, so I'm gonna send it to you real quick here, Chris. It's pretty good because <laughs> it's pretty baller. If anybody has seen, um, what is it called again? The unbearable weight. The of unbearable massive talent. weight. The unbearable weight of with massive, massive talent. talent with award winning Nicholas oh, Cage, Academy and, Award and winning Nicholas Cage, and Pedro Pascal, mm-hmm. um, who I believe, from what I've gathered on TikTok, is the internet's calling. Him, their daddy. Their daddy. Yes, he mm. is the internet's daddy. Yes. Okay, so yes. if you're familiar with the uh, the meme format of Nicolas Cage just staring. <laughs> just with disgust. <laughs> and disgust. And it says, the girl watching UHF and then Pedro Pascal with the gopey smile on yeah. his face. And it's it the says, dumbest, happiest look. Like, yeah. says John. And that is 100%. <laughs> How I've felt all week just waiting to record <laughs> this. Just like, oh, oh God. As soon as he She's sa- so fucking miserable right now. Yeah. As I, soon as he sat down to record this, he had that look on his face. So giddy, I can't like, agree. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Matt and I, like, we like we grew up watching this movie all the time. I can see how if you watch this as a kid and loved it and then like you still like it now, well, it makes complete sense. Right. I've never oh. I've never heard of this movie before, so I'm 31 seeing it for the first time, and it fucking sucks. (laughs) It's available to watch on Pluto TV if if you're listening to the podcast and you want to watch. Didn't you buy it for five dollars on Voodoo? You're goddamn right, I did. Uh, So the movie came out in 1989, failed miserably at the box office. It made up how much it it cost, though. It did make well, yeah, it did make up because they had a five million dollar budget and. So, here's when they released it. Here's what they were up against in the month in the month that they released UHF in theaters. The only things they were competing against were 
Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, funny. Amazing. Yep. They actually released the trailers at the same time, and they, they actually combine the two on some things oh, which, oh so that, that was part of the spoof was they showed the scene from this movie and then instead of indiana jones oh, to funny. fuck with people yeah so indian god damn it titty sorry yeah, i added no, that titty that, in there that's okay <laughs> Just you, you can you can you can flop out some titties anytime you want so indiana jones and the last crusade ghostbusters 2 honey i shrunk the kids lethal weapon 2 batman Yep. License to kill when Harry met Sally, do the right thing and weekend at Bernie's. That was their Holy only shit. That was their Jeez. only competition. <laughs> oh, only. That's, That's it. it. That's, all yeah. That's all they were up against. Well Yeah, you read that and it's just like, oh no wonder they failed. But when so Weird Al pushed hard with to to get this released on DVD, so it finally got released on DVD. That's because his commentary yeah. and his DVD features oh. are stellar. Yeah. Have you watched I haven't. Oh, uh, that's the rest of my titties. Yeah. Though is oh. a lot of the DVD commentary and his fucking specials. So he talks all the way through the credits. Yeah, like the entire fucking movie. He's talking. <laughs> so the one of the last. This is the last long titty. All right, I only have a short titty after okay. that. The last long titty in the 2002 release, the DVD, the special edition, two sided one. The one side standard, the other side's widescreen, whatever. They split the features up between the widescreen and the standard side. Okay. So the features are only on one side, and the other features are on the other side. If you go to highlight a feature of the DVD specials that's not on that side of the disc, it'll tell you it's on the other side. If you click it again, Weird Al comes out on the screen and says, hey, on the <laughs> other side, and, and then tells you how to turn the DVD around. <laughs> If you keep doing that, he gets on the screen again in increasingly angrier tones. And he's uh, telling you, turn the fucking DVD around. I fucking love him so much. Oh, uh, Weird Al. He's, he's a sweetheart. I'm going to tag him in this. I hope he listens. To uh, that would be kind of cool. So, sorry, Weird Al, that I hate your movie. <laughs> no, I, he, he doesn't expect it. But, but he, he pushed hard to get it released on DVD yeah. in 2003, and they did, and yeah. then they, it has since become a cult, cult classic. classic. Yeah, sure. And that's, yeah. God, Jesus Christ, that's 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. This movie's older than me. Yeah. Yeah. It's older than you. Mm-hmm. This makes me happy. This Again, movie was, has only was... seen one Minnesota Twins World Series championship. <laughs> I've seen two. <laughs> uh, yeah, if I had been a kid when this came out and watched it, I know I would love it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like I know I you would. You and Kelly and whatever your other sister's name the middle is. One. The middle doesn't one doesn't count. Doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. They're not listening because we say fuck on this. <laughs> Sorry, Deb. Um, Sorry, Deb. You like absolutely. Yeah. You would have if you would have been born in that era. Mm-hmm. You would have absolutely yeah. loved this. Movie. I I would have probably been a massive Weird Al fan had I been born earlier. Yeah. I yeah. Or I, had I had like a brother. Oh, you know, like yeah. an older brother who liked yep. this stuff? Like, I feel yep. like I would have been a huge weirdo. Well, and I did. And then I also had oh. a father who is a musical comedian who's right. so in I radio. Right so, in. It, I mean, it was just like all the pieces. Made piece, for you. All the pieces fell together for mm. this movie. Um, it was like Happy Gilmore for me because I was a golfer who had cousins and uncles who were in golf and I played hockey. Yeah. So like it was literally the tie-in. Yeah, like everything fit. And I remember, to, I remember when I was a kid... Uh, the George Harrison song "I've Got My Mind Set on You." Mm-hmm. I thought that the I thought that he was saying I thought my mom sat on you. Mm. So my dad and I fucking wrote lyrics 
to I thought my mom sat on you and I mailed them to Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> oh my god. And on his next album he released he had the song this song is just six words long to the same tune and I was so heartbroken mm. that it wasn't my song was better. <laughs> <laughs> and he and, and he instead, didn't steal he, it from it, you. He didn't use it. He actually doesn't need permission to use song parody songs, by the way. No, uh, but I will say he has asked or he's tried to yeah. get oh, from other he, people. And, yeah. and yeah. people have met, sent to him like, hey, you can't use this. And he'll be like, all right, cool. Yeah. yeah. I'll do something sense. else maybe. Yeah, yeah but... I mean, because he's a cool dude. Exactly. Right. Respectful. Yeah. Because yes. I mean, because there was that whole thing when he did Gangsta's Paradise or when he did I remember Am- Amish that. Paradise and Amish Coolio Paradise. was pissed. Yeah. And he was like, uh, no, I asked him and he said it was okay. Right. Like, I do remember when that came out. So yeah. that was probably. Because that was also not that long ago. Well, it was long ago. <laughs> but it wasn't that long ago when the when Gangster Paradise came out in 93, I think. Uh, yeah, sounds Amish about right. Pa- Amish Paradise came out in 2009. Yeah. And no, nine, no, that's not. That's definitely That's not. the no. YouTube video. Okay. Yeah. Um, Hang on. I'll look. 1998 97 <sighs> sounds about right i know i was in high school uh i mean it was right after dangerous minds so maybe i was in eighth oh, or ninth 96 grade. 96 okay. yeah so i was eighth grade yeah um yeah i remember that and it was just like yeah you don't need permission but yeah and coolio said he hated it because i would spent my life work on that and now coolio's dead right yes mm. he so. is he is now which actually kind of did suck yeah he was more of a one-hit wonder but also he was really well, young yeah. when he died. That's he was, yeah, and you don't want... That's yeah, just a fucking bummer. Fucking bummer, man. Should we do some seggies? Yeah, we could do some seggies. Um, I, 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 oh, Beppa, sorry. Oh, go ahead. I, I have the one last I small tit. Small tit. Small tit. It's actually kind of two, because I have one kind of cool tie-in, but the, the, the small tit, yeah. when we're talking about the, the shows that he made, his yeah. like, fillers, mm. one of them is called uh, Volcano Worshippers Hour. Yes. Uh, it was on right before Fun with Dirt. It was. Yeah. Uh, in high school, Weird Al actually made a Volcano Worshippers club just so he could be in the yearbook for having a club. I love him. So that's why he has in the show. So again, watching, if I was a kid and I watched this movie growing up, I would I'd be in the same boat as you guys. 100% I would love the movie a lot more. Yeah. I didn't like it this time around because it was, if I, if I was in the mood for it, yeah. it would have been better. I was not in the mood for this kind of comedy. Sure. But I get it. Yeah. After reading and doing and all the research and looking and whatever, I'm like, I can appreciate this it's so much more. definitely and one. I mean, you can watch I it over would, and over and over. I would go back and watch yeah. it again. Not anytime soon. I don't sure. need to see this again soon. Well, yeah. But, I mean, I've watched it three times this week. Like, I'm good. Like, uh, I've, I've had my fill. Like, yeah. I, like, I even turned it off, I think, last night before the end. Like before, they can raise the convenient amount of money. I will say the ending made it more of a movie because the beginning, again, sure. it felt like an SNL sketch gone way too long. It was doing too many dumb bits. It was back and forth. The music video for the Beverly Hillbillies oh, thing that was stellar. That, that had was to cost that like was, tens of dollars to make. That was literally where all their entire five million dollar budget went. <laughs> exactly. To. That was it. Yeah, which was. Also a great video, by the way. And Weird Al's band is fucking banging. Like, those dudes are very talented. Very talented. Uh, I've seen them in concert like four times. Yes. Actually, first concert I ever went to. Oh, nice. Weird Al Yankovic opened for the Monkees at the Minnesota State Fair. That's weird. My first concert was also at the Minnesota State Fair. I watched uh, Three Doors Down. Okay. You know who opened for them? Uh, I bet you're going to tell me. Nickelback. Holy shit. <laughs> 
I, I saw Everclear at St. Cloud State, and you know who opened for them? Nickelback. Nickelback. <laughs> Before they were stars. Remember and, Nickelback and, wasn't a big and, fucking name? And they rocked your faces off, too, didn't yeah. they? Like, they were so good live, and I was like, God, I hope these guys don't ever sell out and just become a soundtrack band for shitty movies. And then, here we are. And they did. I will say, I think Nickelback gets more hate than they deserve. I'm not saying they shouldn't get any hate. Right. I mean, they put on a hell of a show. You're right. And, and, and they're very talented. Yeah. Uh, and again, their first album was a fucking banger. Yeah. But, but everybody thought it was fun and popular to hate on them, so they just decided to hate on them without actually listening to them. I don't know. Yeah, I don't but, know. Uh, when they did, uh, what was it, Spider-Man 2 or whatever, whenever yeah, they started doing the soundtrack songs, I was like, all right, I'm done with you I guys. will say the Spider-Man 2 one was a collaboration that was a super group they made for the one song, which was fucking horrible. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was bad enough to turn me on them. Like, uh, no. and, and then it was bad, yeah. I did, uh, so, like, I, I like coming from the casino and like the last few years that I was at the casino, I was pretty much strictly po- dealing poker. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uncle Harvey wins U 62 mm-hmm. in a poker hand. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he gets back. His wife's like, Oh, what's this honey? And she gives, she is, Oh, it's the deed to U 62. This is my Buffalo bills. Oh, wait moment of the movie. He says, I won it in a, in a hand of poker. I had a pair of sevens. I was bluffing. Mm-hmm. Now, as a poker dealer, this means that somebody bet the deed to U62, mm-hmm. and then Harvey had something worth more mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. a TV station to raise to get the guy to fold because he was bluffing. So if he okay. had a pair of sevens, he legitimately had a better hand than whoever he was playing up against. So he wasn't bluffing. Mm-hmm. The right. guy, the guy folded this the station without Harvey having to show his cards. So that was my Buffalo Bills. Oh wait, moment of the movie where it's like that doesn't make sense. And I really wish anytime any casino movie is made, they would just consult a dealer or a supervisor, somebody. just somebody. Is this is it? Does this make sense? Any mm-hmm. kind of betting, yeah. Any kind of betting because yeah, like anytime there's a casino scene, like any casino dealer or supervisor mm-hmm. just tears it to shreds. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Uh, the very last one. Super Small quick, tit. Super quick. Small tit. Okay. Yeah. Like a cup. Okay. Uh, it it ties in with, <laughs> with one of my, like Hershey Kiss nipples. <laughs> it ties in with one of my favorite TV shows of all time. So, Doctor Philo, the mm-hmm. mad scientist okay. that you meet first, uh, he's actually named Doctor Philo after Philo T. Farnsworth, who is one of the several inventors of the television. You might remember the name Farnsworth. Farnsworth. From Futurama, who's Dr. Farnsworth. So Philo T. Farnsworth was born August 19th, 1906, and he died March 11th, 1971. Mm. He's an American inventor, one of the inventors of the television. He's a distant relative of Professor Farnsworth from Futurama, and as noted from Professor Farnsworth, he was also the inventor of childhood obesity. Perfect. He invented childhood obesity. Probably not correct. It's from Futurama, but oh. I don't care. Ah. <laughs> but I enough. don't care. It's good enough for me. We'll run it. <laughs> Put it on the air. Mm-hmm. Our sponsors aren't going to pull out. What? So. <laughs> Futurama is the greatest TV show of all time. It's a pretty great one. While you guys were talking about um, Nickelback, I was looking up info on Weird Al. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't think to do that while watching the movie or afterwards. Um, and then he has, a, so he has a daughter, right? Sure. She was born in 2003. Okay. Then I was like, well, let's see what she looks like. Cause that's, right, right. So I looked her up. All right. I looked his kit, whatever. There's a picture of them at the weird premiere. Okay. Yeah. She's 
beautiful. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Dropped it gorgeous. And not yeah. like fake looking, you know? Like she sure. just is naturally I mean, very pretty. Weird Al is a beautiful man. His wife is also very pretty. Well, also, he, he has very strong facial features. He does. Uh, very and they, tall face, very good bone structure. And she looks a lot like him, and it plays very well to a young woman. And did, <laughs> did you watch... Did you watch Weird no, on, on Roku? Not available yet. on Roku? Not because yet. so Daniel Radcliffe plays yep. him in that movie. Yep. And Weird Al is in the movie. Yep. And like, but you like if you're not paying attention, you're just you just don't even realize it's mm. him because he's clean Look, shaven and normal. he's got straight like Republican hair. <clears throat> like, I think I think that actually might lead into Arsegi then. Okay, what's oh. I think we could do reboot goofing. We could do reboot goofing. I re- I rebooted. I reboot goofed this today at work with the with the help of a little friends because I was like, God, it's so hard to reboot this movie. So, I reboot this movie to make it the worst movie of all time. Oh, then you go first. You go first. <laughs> By all means, Kay. the girl first. Okay. So for George. Yeah. So for to play Weird Al in the reboot of this movie. Okay. Jaden Smith. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> so you googled terrible actors in their 20s perhaps perhaps okay <laughs> all right to play his friend bob yeah we have rob schneider okay <laughs> who is rob schneider be all right he would but i also he's annoying but anyway he also got so much worse yeah for fran drescher i don't know what her character's name is pamela finkelstein that's the yep. one paris hilton oh yeah yeah, she's annoying. <laughs> she actually would have done better, I think. For the janitor. Stanley Spadowski. That's the one. Ben Affleck. Oh, perfect. And, and yep. for the girlfriend of George. Terry. 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 Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, gross. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, wait. <laughs> okay. All right, Chris, what's your, what's your reboot? I told you I well, want to make it terrible. Yep, so I went in with the, the lead-in, the, the segue they were going with. So I haven't seen Weird yet. Mm-hmm. But I know Daniel Radcliffe is a good actor, and Weird Al liked him as him. So yeah. I, as George Newman, I did Daniel Radcliffe as okay. Weird Al. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and then for Bob, I went the Harry Potter route. I went for Rupert Grint. Mm. Rupert they Grint. have great chemistry together. Yeah. The, fuck it. Why not? He's Bob. Yeah. Makes sense. He looks like a Bob. He could pull it off. I think yeah. they have, a, again, good chemistry. He's ugly enough for a Bob. <laughs> you, <laughs> unique facial features for sure. Mm. Uh, so for Terry, girlfriend... Uh, Isla Fisher, who uh, was uh, the redhead in Wedding Crashers, stage five playing Isla. Isla Fisher. Isla, yes. Yeah, sorry. That's uh, Borat's wife. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Uh, and that's for, Terry? Yeah, that's okay. Terry. Okay. Uh, Stanley Spadowski, Jim Carrey. You're right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then R.J. Flesher as Richard Dreyfus. Ooh. Shitty old white man with dude, hates people. Who like, hates people? Yeah. yeah, just wants to make a he's a slimy motherfucker. Okay, Richard. all right. Uh, I'm pretty proud. I'm pretty Richard proud Jarvis? of. Yeah. What about Bob? Oh him, yeah. I was like, we're going back. We're, yeah, we're throwing him yeah. back. I've, I've got, right. I got you now. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to take him back a few years because drive the drive man's. Well, okay, little... so he was in red though. Still, yeah, yeah, so... that's that's true. Oh okay. yeah, that was also he's, eleven he's years old ago. as hell. In he's that he's one. fucking old. Yeah. Uh, all right. I mean, because R.J. Fletcher isn't really young in this movie. <laughs> I'm pretty. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're you're right. That guy, he lived to ninety six years old. Who? Uh, R.J. Fletcher. Oh, the no, guy. Who... Yeah. Uh, Played him. Uh, Kevin. Yeah. Kevin McCarthy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I looked. Kevin him up, McCarthy. Yeah. yeah. All right. So my reboot. I'm pretty happy with it, and mm-hmm. I did most of it by my onesie. Uh, <laughs> so I'm not too upset. Like. 
but a few of the coworkers did, you know, I like, I was like, what do you think of this? Mm-hmm. Uh, for George, I did Andy Samberg. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. And then for his friend Bob, I uh, did Jean Lajoie. Uh, <laughs> you may remember him. He was on the TV show The League, and he's also fit. He's got the song Show Me Your Genitals. Oh, yeah. And every, uh, uh, John LaJoy. John LaJoy. Yeah. yeah. Like, yes. I always pronounce his name wrong, but Taco. Taco. Yeah. Yes. Taco from The Show League. Show Me Your Genitals. And genitals. I felt like, yeah. If, genitalia. <laughs> oh, that. John LaJoy. Yes. Okay. Knock, knock. Who's there? It's me, just wondering why you're not, not naked. naked. <laughs> All right. So, and I feel like him as Bob, like trying to be straight laced, but then they could have probably done a little bit more musical stuff. Mm-hmm. He would like have been the a two, better, the two would, of the two of them together. Yeah, he would have been a better Stanley, I think. Uh, I, so I, I'm curious I, now. I think, now I'm I, very I, curious. I think you're really gonna like my Stanley. The direction that I go with Stanley. So mm-hmm. for Pamela Finkelstein, mm-hmm. yep. since Fran Drescher is like nasally, and I mean, kind of like. Well, like, she went over the top like, in her yeah, other acts. Like she, Not this one so much. Right. But. I mean, she's on the Keystone chart. So, um, like, I went with Kristen Chenoweth. Who's from, in? Um, so, I know her from the Descendants movies, which are on Disney Channel. She plays... Um, the horror movies? No, no. The Descendants is where, like, all the, the villains are sent to an island, and it's all oh. their kids. And she plays Maleficent okay. in those. Um, Chris is pulling up a picture of her right now. Like, you, oh, like when you oh, when, okay. when you see her. So, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So, Chris and Chenoweth. Um, uh, I'll look for R.J. Fletcher. I did Steve Martin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yep. yeah. he could play that angry Absolutely. white guy, like yeah. meltdown. Um, oh, her. Okay. Yeah. 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 For Terry, I did Kristen Wiig. Yep. Yep. Because I know her and Andy Samberg would have actually good chemistry. Again, like, the chemistry yeah. of the SNL cast. Because yeah, cast I, stuff, I read yeah. that like like Ellen DeGeneres was actually up for that role, like too. And they were just like, now nah, we're just gonna go with Victoria Jackson because she's like calm and anyway cute. Right. Uh, yeah. Stanley Spadowski, Danny McBride. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yep. And we're also gonna mm-hmm. make this movie an R. Oh, you have to. We're, you have we're, to. we're gonna make it an arc as Stanley Spadowski's clubhouse, mm-hmm. like where Joey finds the marble in the oatmeal and gets a drink from the fire hose. Just picturing Danny McBride yes. like putting a kid on a horsey and riding him over and spraying him in the face with a fire hose just makes my heart go pitter pat. When, when, when he did that <laughs> in the film, yeah. originally, Ellen was like, "Oh no, <laughs> oh god!" So knowing he it was did. Danny McBride. McBride doing that, it'd yeah. be so much better. Uh-huh. Yes, yep. you just found the fucking marble in the oatmeal, motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry, Deb. That was actually really good. <laughs> Thank you. That was your only good impression. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? Ben yeah. Affleck is amazing. Ben, my Ben Affleck is spot on, but my Danny McBride. <laughs> used to work. I've been drinking green tea all goddamn day. All right. Oh, fuck, Mary Kill. What are you thinking? This one was very, very, very difficult. Yeah. Until I realized I didn't have to pick the men. No, that's well, yeah. true, yeah. <laughs> so I was actually kind of worried going into it, because I'm like, there's only like two girls. They're not bad choices, but also, yeah, the rest of the dudes, yeah, you're fucked. Yeah, all the, uh, yeah, all the, all the guys are absolutely fucking terrible in this movie. Yeah. I hate yeah. all of them. So okay. I picked F, the girlfriend. Terry. 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 Victoria Jackson. Yeah. Yep. yep. Mary Fran Drescher, okay. yeah. obviously. She's got better clothes than Terry, so that's mm. why I picked her. Um, and then Kill George. 
Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Weird Al. Weird Al. But yeah, he's listening. Okay. I'm tagging him. He's probably not. But I'm posting him, tagging him does, in the I picture apologize. with me. Chris, who you got? I'm sure uh, you're a lovely person. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we're similar. Probably, maybe flip flopped in the two, but I, w- I would uh, f Fran Drescher. Okay. Mm. Uh, but I would marry Victoria Jackson. Same. I love Victoria Jackson. Yeah. Mm. All right. So we're the same on that. Uh, kill R.J. Fletcher. He's <laughs> one the in. Embodiments of shitty old white guys oh, who hate is. people. Yeah, mm. and we just holy hit the, shit. We just hit the trifecta. Uh, we uh, yeah, yeah we did. Three. Yeah, we got all three. Uh, I, the Father's Day scene though, where the guy opens up the door and he's wearing the fucking cowboy hat with the feathers. Take that off. And he pulls and he, his mustache. As off. soon as he said take it off, I'm like, take that ridiculous thing off. He's using the mustache, and, <laughs> and he did. I'm like, I knew it. He pulls the mustache off. So oh. it, it was it was it was upsetting that it was. To me, uh, <laughs> like obvious, right? But also at the same time, like rewarding. Was, like I knew it. Uh, I knew it. It was such a long setup for the joke too, because <laughs> yeah. the dude was wearing the mustache for the first half of the movie. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then another one more thing that, like, I just like, it just tickles my heart too when they first pull up to the station and the homeless guy comes out. He's like, "Mister, you got change? You got change? He's like eighty five, ninety five. One dollar and just puts the dollar. And He's like, "Thanks, it. thanks, Mister." All he but, yeah, he just wanted to change. Fair, for, yeah, he just wanted. He, change. he just wanted to change for a dollar. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Fucking nailed it. it. I have a couple of reviews. And then, yeah, let's and, hear then it. and then that guy being the one at the end that wins because there's yeah. the the back the 1952 yeah. double printed penny worth and yeah, nickel. Like, it was a nickel. I bought a Rolex and. Of course, it's the Rolex. His son the didn't son buy him. Didn't buy him for Father's Day. <laughs> Fuck that guy so much. Fuck him really hard. <sighs> My parents gave me that mop when with I was his, eight years old. With his the worst teeth ever. Also, everybody had the worst teeth ever. Yeah. So Michael Richards wore fake teeth. Yeah. The old dude had the worst. Just mm-hmm. oh god, it yeah. was terrible. Mm-hmm. I I just love the movie. <laughs> oh, should I? Should we rate it, or should I read the views and then we rate it? Yeah. Weird Al's daughter is beautiful. I Isn't she? Uh, oh, yeah, she is. Reviews and then we'll rate it. Okay. So let, let's, yeah, hear these, read the reviews. let's hear these reviews. Okay, so this one, I have two reviews. One bad one, one good one. Okay. So this one is two stars. Uh, I don't know who was put up. Oh, Kevin W. Put this Kevin one Kevin Dubs. Mm-hmm. K-Dubs, that mm-hmm. his friends K-dubs. call him. Yep. I'm sure uh, they do. He doesn't have any friends. No. So <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Sorry, K-Dubs. You've got a friend in us, K-Dubs. Uh, okay, so this says while there are a couple of portions. Okay, while there are a couple of portions that are worth your time, mostly this is a test of endurance to see just how much moronic behavior they're willing to to- you're willing to tolerate as your IQ slowly drops from drips from your ears. I can't read apparently. <laughs> That's because your IQ drips from yeah. your ears. It, yeah, it's all gone. My three IQ just gone. <laughs> Yeah, one uh, left. Uh, Michael Richards' spastic routine takes up an unbearable amount of screen time. Fran Drescher and Victoria Jackson are criminally underutilized, and only Kevin McCarthy earns his keep. Pass, unless you desire a mm, look at. I can't say words anymore. You want to spell it? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I will. Cur- cursory. What? Take a cursory look. Yes, at thank cursory. you. Okay. I know the word. I just couldn't yeah. say it. Take a, take a cursory look <laughs> at. You can keep yeah. All the- I'm keeping it in. Uh, at the Zeitgeist. Oh, Z- Zeitgeist. Thank you. Of the times or some semblance of that. I swear when I read it yesterday, I knew how to say all those words. Okay. <laughs> okay. German, German we, is hard. We, 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 we put her on the spot. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. Uh, That's okay. I, I also will say uh, Scheudenfraud. 
Schoidenfraud. Schoidenfraud. Didn't I say Schoidenfraud? Probably, but when you were recording... Uh, no, she kept saying it different, but I was saying it correctly because I listened to the book. Yes. Oh, yes. where am so, I? Okay, you're talking about a different podcast. Uh, yeah, so okay. on, on on the girls' other podcast, right. um, I was home when they were doing recordings, and they yeah. kept saying things, so, so I had to bite my tongue so <laughs> fucking hard the from the other room when they were trying to say this word. I'm you're like, saying it wrong! Well, and also because... I also almost came up with the definition because they kept like saying it. And I'm like, I'm like, I know what that means. I know what that means. And yeah. just nothing. No. But. It's been 16 minutes. <laughs> Start talking about the goddamn book. <laughs> so for that, again, I was listening to it so I knew how to say the words. Right. Mariah didn't listen to it. She read it. So she right. was having struggles. And because I clearly struggle with reading, I didn't want to be an asshole and be like, that's yeah. wrong. Okay. But so there's a, there's a huge thing. So I'm not against it at all because as a kid growing up i read everything so mispronouncing a word because you read it for the first time never hearing it mm-hmm. or hearing it in the context is a hundred percent a real thing oh yeah, yeah. so don't yeah. be embarrassed to say it wrong if no. you only fucking read it in your head exactly please keep doing that. i mean i gave up reading catch 22 <laughs> three times because i couldn't pronounce the main character's name in my head <laughs> so don't feel bad it's okay we gave up reading uh, Jurassic Park because we couldn't yeah, pronounce that, that's half another of fun the one too. So we dinosaur just, names we and we were just like, ah. Like, I'm usually going to most of, most of them, but fuck, yeah. dude. The, every big, other word. Big titty source. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's the good review? The Give good us review. A, okay. It gave it four stars out of five. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. Uh, goofy and very hysterical. If you have to be in, you have to be in the right mood to watch it because it's so silly. But hey, that's weird all in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's you knew you go it the you goo. Yeah. Did you guys have any uh, Buffalo Bill? Oh, wait, I moments? didn't. Yeah, it was kind of tough in this one because, yeah. like, if it would have been like watching it in the mid '90s and then just being like, oh wait, that's Kramer, but everybody right. knows who Kramer is. Right. I think that, again, the only oh wait I had was the very first. My line was. When he fucking whipped out the guy's arm, yeah, that's and wrong. The, the wrong arm <laughs> fell on the ground. It was. Yeah. He whipped up. He whipped yeah. off the guy's left arm. Yeah, but the fake arm on the ground was the right arm. Yeah, oh, I'd like wait. to think that was that, it. That was the only. Oh, wait. I'd like to think that when that happened, like that in the movie, that they made the correct arm to like the props department, whoever yeah. Yeah. made the correct arm to fall off. And Weird Al was, was like, like, no, 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 no. It's I need be the, the other one. one. And they go, no, no, no. But this is the one that will get whipped off. Yeah. And they go, no, no, no. no. He's like, yeah. I know. You, you don't, don't understand. understand. <laughs> it it don't has understand. to be the wrong arm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Or what's the point? So I, 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 I'm giving the movie four and a half stars. Out of five? Out of five. I'll give it. Oh, that's a, that's a generous two. I was borderline one and a half two. I'll, I'll go for two only after reading but and all the other background stuff. It's, it's, it, watching it for the first time, not in the mood. It was a strong one and a half. Yeah, <laughs> but after the fact and like looking at it and it gets Weird Al talking about it, and it, I mean, it's, it's a two. I'll give it for a two. Weird Al. I give it a two. Otherwise, I'd give it a zero. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just like I, I am the age, like my age yeah. bracket. Like if you don't, prime. I mean, yeah, prime, yeah. prime, prime, prime. I'm just a little too young for this movie. Yeah, he, uh, Weird Al also has a song called Albuquerque that is 12 minutes long, by the way. And I get to go to Albuquerque in a couple weeks, and I am going to crank that fucking thing in whatever Uber I have to take from the airport to the uh, like, uh, to, also, like where the air smells like warm root beer and the towels are oh so fluffy. Aww. Like I can't wait to go to Albuquerque. Uh, now. Download the TouchTunes app and any bar you find to play that song oh. every time. 
12 minutes. Dude, Touch Tunes is my favorite app. Okay. You know what's funny is uh, most of the bars around here, because of me and other people, mm-hmm. they've had to limit the song length. <laughs> so it gets cut <laughs> off at six and a half minutes. Because uh. you'll play too long of a song sometimes. Yeah, mm. I would definitely do that too. Yeah. That would mm. totally be me. So now let's guess what. Oh, yeah, my pick. I yeah. forgot about that. The, the best part of the The best song. part of the pick. And I've had. <laughs> when it's like, all about me. And like, so yeah, like The Rock dropped today. So we're like the uh-huh. day we're recording. So I've got like people are flooding in guessing what. And they're all. So Adam, my cousin. Hi, uh-huh. Adam. Uh, he's like, the girl is definitely going Getty Watanabe and 16 Candles. And I said, uh, I don't think she's going to like 16 Candles. No. I totally thought his name was Jed. Uh, uh, also, I was uh, that was one of the oh wait I had was that was the only uh, one oh, was him. Yeah, that's the guy that's from Sixteen, 16 Candles. Candles. Yeah. So, but then I like I was like nah, I think I remember her telling me that she doesn't like that. And then I was listening to your other podcast, uh, Tra- uh, Tramps, Ghosts, and Ballerinas, uh-huh. and you guys just recently covered The Outsiders. Mm-hmm. So the reason that UHF was filmed in. Tulsa, Oklahoma, was because the executive producer of The Outsiders was also the executive producer of UHF, and they had just finished filming The Outsiders mm-hmm. in Tulsa, which is why they filmed UHF in Tulsa. My pick is The Outsiders. That would have been great, actually. We actually watched mm-hmm. The Outsiders while she read once she read the book. That was a, a strong option. Strong option. Yeah. Okay. All right. Did not win. Okay. Chris, what's, Chris, what's um, your pick? I'm probably wrong, but I know she was going for horror, and <laughs> she was going for kind of older, bad movies. <laughs> and while I remember liking this movie as a kid, even though I didn't get it because I was a kid, uh, I'm going for Invasions of the Body Snatchers. That was going to be my pick, too. <laughs> no. Yeah. You're wrong. Should I read you some of my options? Because sure, I had yeah. quite a few. I know you did. I'll, yeah. I'll read you some of the ones I didn't pick. Please, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I I could have gotten to the. I'm not gonna say who would have got me there because then that's the whole because I didn't really write it down correctly. But I could have gotten to Jingle All the Way, which would have been if it had been Christmas time. Probably would pick that one. Uh, Made in America, Boys on the Side, Ed TV, Piranha, The Howling, Leprechaun Four in Space, <laughs> Purple Rain. Okay, that was a that was an option too. The Outsiders, uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers did not make it on the list. Mm. I could have gotten this. Okay, here's my top two okay. a- after last night. Number two was The Rescuers Down Under. Okay. Oh, that's a great fucking It's a movie. great movie. It's so good. Yeah. And Molly could watch that. Molly could have watched it. And she would have probably liked it. Probably. Because it's actually really good. Better than Kangaroo Jack. Yes. No, it's actually a good movie. That's one of the best sequels ever made. I saw yes, that. Sequels are not that high in the up movie there. theater. Yeah. Oh. But that wasn't your pick. That was not my pick. Right, that was, was number two. Number one uh, from David Bowe, which I think this is now the third time yeah. we've picked him to Good jump God. movies. Do you think he's... <laughs> it'll, only be, it'll only be the second because he wasn't the one that we went from Rock. He was in no, the Rock. Yeah. One, oh, this would be the third consecutive David gotcha. Bowe movie, though. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. okay. So I went with 1993 Malice. Malice. Who's so in that? It's Never a, heard of it. David Bowe. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. He, it's just there's, David Bowe. One man no show. Hang on, way he's on. the lead. David Bowe is a one man show. I have it up here. It's a one man act. Um, but it was a mystery th- thriller. I haven't seen it, haven't heard of it, and I'm always down for mystery thriller. So, so I'm guessing you also haven't seen where we can watch it. Oh, we gotta watch it. Um, it was on Amazon. Okay. And I, I don't know if it was free, but it was on Amazon. It was on Apple TV. 
such and so forth. Okay, so who's in this? Malice, nineteen ninety-three. Nicole Kidman, that was the oh one. Oh my god. Uh, Alec Baldwin. Oh. All right. Bill oh. Pullman. Holy shit. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. All right. Uh, what? Yeah. I feel like I've seen. And Cusack. We gotta watch the trailer for this movie. I feel like I've seen this movie. So, all right. So that's that's where so that's that, not, that that was not the choice. No, that is the choice. That is the oh, choice. That is the choice. Okay. So 1993's oh, okay. Malice available to watch rent on Prime. Yes. Okay. With everybody in this movie, apparently. All right. Yes. All right. So that was it. Mm-hmm. I want to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Spatula City and Plots R Us, for helping us out with the show. Another fan, uh, anybody that goes to redbubble.com and searches Ya Real Good Pod and buys our merch. Mm-hmm. And another special thanks to Kate for another idea for uh, I Helped Buy Batteries. She got her hat and her Sorry Deb bumper stickers <laughs> delivered. Uh, she's very happy with that. Uh, Buck? Yeah. Oh, uh, rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. If you like the show, email us. If you have a special movie that you would like us to watch Mm -hmm. and recover, email us. Mm -hmm. Top fan Kate. She emailed and said, "I have, I've been struggling to try to watch this movie, and I only the only reason I will watch it is if you guys cover it, and I want to watch La La Land. So we will be recording that podcast for Mm -hmm. her Mm -hmm. because she." requested it she Mm -hmm. gave us a good review because she's a fan and she is a fan and she bought our merch and we love all of our fans we love love all of our fans we will listen (laughs) to you we love all our fan yes if you (laughs) dozen of us yeah there are a dozen of us if you message us and you have good ideas we'll post it out there we'll give you shout outs we'll probably listen to you or we'll probably watch your movie that you want to watch we'll watch it with you i'll do whatever you want we'll go to the movie bend together yeah Why not? Also, mm-hmm. I made it 12 minutes into Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey the other night. <laughs> it's a struggle bus. Oh, it's I a can't struggle wait bus. For that. Anyway, all right. So we will be back next week. Uh-huh. Uh, next Tuesday, we'll be watching Malice from 1993 with mm-hmm. David Bowe. Three weeks in a row with David Bowe. Yep. This is Yeah Real Good. I'm John. I'm Chris. I'm Ellen. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Yep.